With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What would your family do with an extra $108,000? That's a problem that our listener Jacob out in Colorado has. Now, thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. He recently saved money with us over at SaveWithConrad.com, gave us a five-star review, and wrote this. Our previous mortgage company made each step of the process difficult, but Jimmy took it in stride and made it happen. He was able to lock us in at 1.5% less than we were at and saved us $108,000 over the life of the loan. Guys, that's unbelievable. Jacob saved more than hundred and eight grand. But how much can you save? It's free to find out right now. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And oh, by the way, did we mention no house payments for two months? And we're licensed in more than 40 states. So what are you waiting for? Start saving money today at SaveWithConrad.com. Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Arn. And of course, we couldn't do it without the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster. He is Double A. He is the enforcer. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you, man? I'm absolutely great. I am. Uh, my blood's been bo- bubbling. You know, I, feels good. Yeah. You know, have you ever just kind of been floating through life, and something happens that just really pisses you off? makes you just incredibly angry. And at that moment in time, you've never felt more alive. Had one of those situations. I think so. I'm having an extended anger fit. Okay. Which is, uh, it feels good. It feels good to be alive. It feels good to not be a victim anymore because that ain't who I am. Predator, always. Victim, never. So my blood's boiling. It's got me percolating. Going back and living through my career is always fun. I'm I'm reminded of, of some great things. Thank you very much. And thanks to our audience for, for being patient. And some of it's slow rolling, but sometimes you got to slow down to really get a grip on it. Well, I'm pretty pumped about it. Check it out every Wednesday night on dynamite. You never know what's going to happen, but we know what's going to happen today. We're going to talk about April of 1986. Let's jump right into it. April 5th, 1986 is the first weekend where we get some syndicated programming 
And, uh, we also of course have the WTBS show, but before we jump into hearing from you, you know what? We'll go ahead and start with you. We'll let you, uh, say your piece here on worldwide. And then Ron Garvin has a few choice words for you on the TBS show. Wahoo McDaniel. In most situations, Tony Giovanni, in order to get a title shot, you got to beat contenders and go in chronological order. But they've shoved Wahoo McDaniels right to the top of the heap simply because he's a legend, and for years and years, he's beat the best that was anywhere. Well, that's fine, Wahoo. You're coming after this. You've got 20 minutes to get it. The question on my mind, and it's deep in your mind, have you still got what it takes to last 20 minutes with any Anderson, period? Tony, the road. So that was a localized promo. And at the bottom, it had the address, had the phone number, had the date and the bell time. And boy, that was critical to the business. And it feels like that would have been a marathon day. You've told us before that they would get a bunch of chicken and you guys would knock them out one after another. Uh, who would, who do you think became the master of that craft? Was there one guy that everybody would say, Hey, I want to watch this when it came time to to cut those localized promos did one stand out above all the others? Well, let me, let me think. Uh, it was where you learned how to draw money and interview day is where we drew our money because we, we personalized every town, local interviews. You could talk about the town, talk about your match, hammer your angle. And most importantly, let everyone watching know who and what you were and what you were all about. Can't stress enough how important uh, interviews were. Um, I think the guy that really got red hot, that just looked through the camera and came right into your living room was probably Magnum. I mean, every word he said, I believed him. Yeah, it was very believable. And he had fire in his eyes and he was a big jacked up, handsome physical specimen. So there was nothing that he was lacking. And I would always love watching his promos. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those guys that you remember, you went, Whoa, okay. I got it. Anytime you can listen to Cornette and the midnight express, you know, it's an entertainment segment on its own, but, but Magnum was the one that you left there going, damn, I can't wait to see this guy fight. Well, here's one, uh, that you're going to have to deal with. Looks like you're going to be in a situation here with Mr. Ron Garvin. He's got some choice words. This is from uh, April 5th, 1986 on TBS. We mentioned it earlier, still to come here today on our program, Ryan Garvin, a rematch for that world TV title against Arn Anderson, the champion. Well, you know, first of all, I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to be a professional wrestler. Professional wrestling has been my life. Of course, I'm still after Ric Flair, but there's a lot of other titles around, like the national heavyweight title, the world television title. And you know, Arn Anderson has an open contract. I'm a hustler. I go out and hustle for what I want, for what I've got. So you can't lay down at home and think about, well, I want this, I want it. No, you got to go out and you got to do it, see? And every time there's a title on the line, there's an open contract that it's available for me to put my name on the dotted line, I'll be there. And Arn Anderson, you have an open contract. 
And you made a statement on TV, there is two kinds of people. People that have things and people that want things. Well, to have things, you've got to want them. You're looking at somebody that wants it bad, you see, and I'm going to do it. Now, the James Crockett Memorial Cup, the only thing I can say about it is Magnum T and I got it together. You know what I'm saying? We got it together as a team. Thank you. All right, Ron Gerber. Did you crack up every time you heard him say, I'm proud to be an American? He's Canadian. I know it's fucking hilarious. It gets me every time. He, you know what? He's lying. Ain't he? I mean, I don't know why these baby faces keep coming out here and telling half truths and mistruths. Why don't they, I don't, I think you were given a raw deal. You were in a heel. You were a baby well, face. You were stone cold baby face. Let me tell you something. What I've always said, you know, a lot of times the good guys are the bad guys. And the bad guys are the good guys. I've heard that. It's absolutely accurate. Well, let's hear from one bad guy. Now Aaron's going to respond on April 5th. The world TV champion on Anderson has a very, very tough title defense right here today. Have you ever seen a nicer group of guys in your life? Probably not. On a serious note, Tony Giovanni topic of discussion today, Ronnie Garvin. You come out here claiming to be a bad apple. Just a few short weeks ago, I gave you one chance at greatness right here on national television. Well, now I'm going to show you what kind of champion I've professed to be, Tony Giovanni. I don't come out here and flap my yap just to hear myself talk. You understand, when I won this title, I told you I'd be the greatest world television champion in history. I would come out here on national television, do what no champion has ever done, put my reputation, put my meal ticket on the line, week in, week out. Have I done that? Yes, you have. Against top contenders. Dusty Rhodes never did it. Everybody claims, well, you'll never be destined for this title. This is mine, Rhodes. Don't put any claim to it because I've paid the price. This is mine. I've earned it. And if you want to take a good look at this face, take a good look at this face. I earn it every night. I fight them all. Right from Wahoo McDaniels, Magnum, Manny Fernandez, right down to you, Dusty. You take a good look at this face. Ain't nothing pretty about me. But the fact is I'm an Anderson. It's inbred into me. I can't help being the fact that I am a man full of pride and guts. So, Ronnie Garvin, you want another shot? Right here on national television, I'm going to give you a sec. Shut your mouth. I'm going to give you one more shot at greatness. But when it's all said and done, I want all these people to shut up. I want everybody in this country of ours to realize I am the world television champion. I'm going to be the world television champion until I see fit to relinquish it. And once again, it's been your pleasure. Love talking about our friend, Steven Singer. I got to tell you the competition must really hate Steven Singer. He's not focusing on sales, coupons, or discounts. You see, Steven is in the love business and to celebrate love with his guests means giving the very best price every single day. Steven is the first to offer the perfect price. Have you ever wondered if you're getting the best price? Are you uncomfortable negotiating? Well, here's a little insider tip. Most jewelers mark their merchandise way up just to mark it down to make you feel like you're getting a deal. The guy next to you may be paying less. Is that how you purchase something special for someone special? You see, Steven doesn't play those pricing games. You can trust Steven Singer jewelry for the best value every single day. 
He stands behind that value with the best guarantee in the business and no risk shopping. That's why we trust Steven Singer. Buy real jewelry from a real jeweler. Visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Buddy, that was fun. Don't say it. I know you're going to say it about inbred. Yes. Yeah. Listen, man, you've said it two or three times around the show and listen, <sighs> everybody's got a deep, dark secret. We know yours now. It's no, out. no, no. Cousins. It's fine. No, not even third cousin. I bl- listen. I forgive you and uncle daddy. It turned out. Okay. You're just hold fine. it. I misspoke. <laughs> we need to leave it there. It is not a point of contention. For you to laugh your ass off the rest of the show. I'm going to. I misspoke. Not inbred. I was bred in Anderson. Not inbred. No cousins, no aunts, no uncles, no kin. Perfect strangers are the ones that you marry that are totally different bloodlines. That's it. Got it? I got it. Of course, we know that you guys are going to have a match that day. Uh, let's take a listen to the end of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm letting you off the hook. Yes, you are. Uh, appreciate it. I'm being a nice guy about it. Uh, we I should guess. mention as we start to, to wind down this match, this is those old television rules, right? So you get X number of minutes and that's all it is. And let's, let's listen. Here now on, on Anderson's a big trouble. To. What are they going to do to him? It's that double gourd buster. Oh, no. What are they going to do? They're trying to position him for something. Ron Garvin's out. Look at him. They're trying to position him. They got Look. What are they going to do? Oh. oh. He's using his boot. On that right hand. Well, Arn Anderson is still the world TV champion. You want him to take on Double A and myself? Garvin, you're not going to be using that illegal fish ever again. Ever again. You saw to it. We saw to it. The fist of stone is out of commission forever. Simple as one, two, three. There's your team for the cup. Yeah, well, it was a team that ended that. So let's mention what we just saw. Uh, old Ron had you in the abdominal stretch and he had headed on for quite a while. Didn't like it was going your way. So the cavalry arrived and Tully Blanchard came out and cowboy boots, blue jeans, and a button up leveled everything out for the horseman. But then they decided, you know what? We're not done getting all we need. So they drug, uh, old Mr. Garvin over to the corner, wrapped his hand around the ring post. You held his arm in place or his hand in place while uh, JJ held the rest of the arm in place and Tully reared back with his own boot and the heel of the boot, wham, right up against the hand, the same hand that knocked out the nature boy, Ric Flair. Now we've taken it out of commission. And I love that once again, 
Tully's out here telling the truth. A closed fist is illegal in a professional wrestling match. He should have never been doing that in the first place. He was a cheater. He was a damn dirty cheater, Arn. Correct. And all you guys did is make sure he couldn't cheat anymore. Correct. I, I really think that you've been miscast as a bad guy and you did it yourself. You used to come out and say, we're not nice guys. We don't wear white hats, but you are really kind of nice guys. I mean, you're only coming out there and, and doing these dastardly deeds after they've cheated and you're just trying to even things up. D- Rhodes shouldn't be wearing that boot. Ron Garvin shouldn't be throwing a closed fist. We all know the rules. They're just deciding not to abide by them. And it's unfair. Arn. We're victims. I agree. Totally. If you go back and you want to put a headline above the picture of the four horsemen and the original four horsemen and the three horsemen, mostly you look at them and put above them. We are survivors. You were framed. We were victims. Yes. But we overcame. You did. Because I want to put a little food for thought here. We always told everyone. Okay, we are family. We are friends. If you jump on one of us, you jump on all of us. We let everybody know that up front because when you think about it, Conrad, it was the four or five of us, including JJ, against the entire locker room. Not only Dusty's locker room, but ours as well. You don't think we had some heat in those days? There was some jealousy. You don't think there were some people wanting to see us fail? You bet. So when it's three or four against 40 other guys, you tell me who's the victims here. Today's episode is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. No, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I think you've got a case that you've been unfairly classified as a bad guy, as a heel. I mean, it's Check. just, it's not Check. reality. Uh, I want to mention that, uh, after April 5th, where you guys did that, uh, show, uh, of course, in Atlanta, the WTBS taping, you're going to find yourself in Fayetteville on the seventh, working with Manny Fernandez to a draw on the 10th. You're going to be going on last and you're going to go to a 20 minute time limit draw against dusty Rhodes. What do you remember about working a long match with dusty? How would that compare to one of these sort of six minute affairs? Uh, it just meant I was going to get my ass kicked for a longer period of time. <laughs> and I was going to run for my life a large portion of that time. Um, you know, when, when you had an audience, like some of the audiences were, and most of them, but some of them were really so rabid and they were so clearly uh, divided on who they were cheering from. Sometimes you would have, you know, like Greensboro, we had those horsemen fans. And even if you were wrestling Dusty, you had five-sixths of the crowd cheering for Dusty, but you had one-sixth of the crowd ringside 
And those 20 guys or whatever they were sounded like 200 and they would rock back and forth and you could go 30 minutes if you needed to with Dusty. Uh, the main thing was just to keep the audience involved and, uh, you know, just keep the action going. And buddy, as long as he could keep hitting me with those elbows, knocking me on my ass, they would keep cheering. And uh, time would pass by pretty quickly, to be honest with you. I had a pretty decent gas tank in those days. I had my own pace. You know, I wasn't one of these guys that could just go zoom, 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 zoom. But I had my own pace, and uh, and it was a lot of fun, man. When you time flies, when you're having fun. Hampton, Virginia, the Coliseum. We'll see you guys on April 11th. This time you're working with Hector Guerrero. When you wrestled a guy like Hector, who'd obviously been in the business longer than you, but it's sort of your home promotion. Who calls the match? Me, because you're the heel. I'm not only the heel. I'm the heel. Yeah. Top heels. We, we call the match. Here's the way it went. If you had a great match, y'all had a great match. If it stunk, Jesus Christ, Lauren, what the hell happened? So we took the heat when it wasn't good and we shared the glory when it was good. So that being the case, if I'm in charge of my own destiny, I'm running the show. I'm not mad at that. Hey, I, uh, I want to mention here that we glossed over a, uh, a promo from April 5th. I still want us to hear, and then we'll jump into the 12th, but I want to play this one because it's a mid Atlantic one with the, the three horsemen, if you will, Arn Tully and JJ. Okay. All right, fans and with us right now at ringside, Mr. James J. Dillon, Arn Anderson, the world television champion, national champion right here. Tully, Black. You know something? You got a couple of champions here with of you. Of course it wasn't, but a few weeks ago that the American dream was a national champion. Baby doll was carrying around the belt like some kind of a security blanket and the dream was calling the shots and he was strutting like a peacock. It's funny how things change because now we're calling the shots. He made us wait four weeks, tried to embarrass me, took us right to the wire. So now we're gonna show him how it feels when the shoe's on the other foot because the American dream is out of the running as far as contendership for the National Heavyweight Championship. And apparently that must not be sitting too well with him because he's been on the phone to the Indian. He's got the, the bull rope out of the shed. He's got the Indian bringing the strap and he's gonna try and weld out a little old style justice and maybe give us an attitude adjustment well they better replan because i think that even the american dream with a bull rope wahoo mcdaniels with the indian strap have bit off more they can chew with a national heavyweight champion world television champion wouldn't you say well i tell you what james J. you said it great arn come on in here show that pretty belt off right there you know i think dusty claims that when he claims this one he claims everything doesn't he but, you know, in a little while, you're going to get to see what Double A and Tully Blanchard do as a tag team, and then the cup is ours, right? Dusty Rhodes, you're a contender for every major title in the world, but it's funny to us, you don't hold anything. Man, you guys are too cool for school, wearing sunglasses indoors. You had, uh, I mean, Tully right here with his white shirt and his dark jacket and his big white uh, fedora. He looks almost like an extra from Scarface. Uh, <laughs> he said, <laughs> yeah, Tully was, I mean, 
everybody hated Tully. Sure. Let's face it. He didn't have any fans except for the Greensboro crew. I mean, he was one of those guys that you could just, he oozed asshole. Yes. Every, every minute of every day. And, uh, you know, he's an intelligent, articulate promo, probably, you know, underrated as far as how good he was on the mic and he could really piss people off and he could cover a lot of ground. And, uh, one thing I'm starting to get a sense of, and I'm feeling it is we're reliving all these days and stuff. Tully and I are starting to be partners more. Yep. yep. And it, we, we could tell, I mean, like we would look at each other coming through the curtain and went, yeah, it's, it's clicking. It's clicking. It's working. It's one of those things that even though we had been partners for quite some time within the, the four horsemen group, like six mans, eight mans, whatever the deal was. Now we're starting to concentrate on tagging he and I, and it came together pretty quickly. Let's, uh, let's jump to, uh, the 12th, April 12th. It's a uh, worldwide. We've got you and flair doing a promo here. Let's take a listen. World television champion, Iron Anderson. Garbage, David Crockett. I'm getting sick and tired of having to hear garbage like this. Ric Flair is the world heavyweight champion. That's all needs to be said. And this punk kid, Ricky Morton, is overstepping his boundaries. A wise man knows his limitations. I don't know if you qualify as even being a man, Morton, but my friend, you've got involved with the four horsemen. You jumped in bed with the big dogs. You asked Magnum TA when we were scrubbing his face in that carpet how it felt to be involved. You asked Dusty Rhodes when we broke his leg how it felt to be involved. You asked Sam Houston when we broke his arm how it felt to be involved with the four horsemen. Now there's punk kid Ricky Morton wants to jump in my family on the world heavyweight champion. My friend, you're on a one-way road of demise. You're on the hit list of the four horsemen, period. You see David Crockett? That's twice now. That's twice that punk has hit me when my back has been turned. And then all his friends run down to the ring and pull me off him. Next time, Martin, double A won't be far away, brother. Tony Blanchard won't be far away. And they'll have to pull me off you with an erector set. You understand? You're not Ric Flair. You don't slap me. You don't tear off my shirt, and you don't try and embarrass 10 years of heritage and legend in the greatest sport in the world. You're talking about slapping the world champion. It doesn't happen. You got to pay your dues. And Martin, as God is my witness, I don't care where it is. I'm promising you and nobody else that every little teeny bumper and her trailing bra is going to be crying all the way home. Because I'm going to beat you to the point where nobody even recognizes you. Double A, Dusty Rhodes. Ha! Ha! Dusty Rhodes, you got your 30-day notice. You got 30 days. Pack up and leave. Because Double A and Ric Flair are taking you and Martin out of the picture, Daddy. Woo! Nobody gives me 30-day notice. Not even my landlord. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. 
Guys, great news. I don't know if you heard, but Fannie Mae just increased their loan limit for 2021. For years and years, it was like $417,000. Last year, it was five ten. This year, it's like five forty eight. Next year, they've announced it's $625,000. Now, what does that mean? It means all of a sudden, real estate has become more expensive than ever. But you don't want to get stuck in a jumbo loan. You want the best rates possible. You want the best service possible. You want the best terms possible. And Fannie Mae is allowing that to happen now, up to 625000 And with rates as low as they are right now, man, there has never been a better time to take a look at this. If you've been thinking about making that next move up, now's the time. And here's a little pro tip. I've got an investor who will take those new loan limits right now. Yes, in 2021. I know it's the 2022 loan limit but we can do them right now. I also want to mention if you're in a 30 year loan or you have a second mortgage, maybe this is the time to combine all your other credit card debt and get rid of that second mortgage. Just like that. Take advantage of these new loan limits. There's a member of our ad free show family here. Who's been trying to figure this out for a while and this new loan limit, boy, it came in just the perfect time. They're going to save a boatload of cash. We ran the numbers the other day. It's nearly a hundred thousand dollars in interest saved. Did you hear me? Nearly a hundred thousand dollars. And oh, by the way, did I mention they're going from a 30 year to a 15 year and doing it with cheaper monthly payments. It sounds too good to be true, but this is real. We can do it for you right now. Find out how much money you can save for free, whether you're looking to buy or refi. Don't forget save with Conrad.com. It's no cost, no obligation. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. That's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's right. No house payments until next year. And listen, I know what some of you are thinking. Man, this is too good to be true. This has got to be a scam. Dude, go check the reviews for yourself over at ConradReviews.com. You're going to see hundreds of them. In fact, nearly 600 of them. And our average rating, 4.7 stars. And what's the common theme? Great service. We're going to take great care of you. Let my family take care of your family at SaveWithConrad.com. That's SaveWithConrad.com. You'll be glad you did. Not even my landlord. Man, I'm telling you, you were having fun sneaking these little one-liners in there. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that's how easy it was to just slip Ricky Morton into that single spot for a minute. You know what I mean? Put him in there with Ric Flair, and his stock immediately went up. You've added Ronnie Garvey. You've added, you can tell as, as we're progressing through the right. year, you're, you're adding, you know, more opponents and for the horsemen. And if you, it became an angle for Rick, it could be a match with Tully. Ricky Morton could wrestle Arn. It, it didn't matter. We were all interchangeable. And that was the beauty of it. Sam Houston has started to get a lot of time on TV here in the more recent uh, handful of months. We'll call it December to now. And, uh, he's going to be getting a television title shot on the TBS show. And of course, you know, that finish of that one, uh, you're getting your hand raised, but then fresh off that match, you're going to walk over to the podium and talk to Tony Schiavone. This happens April 12th, 1986. Okay. Arn Anderson, the world TV champion, still the world TV champion. And Ric Flair said it right. Veteran, use your ring savvy to get that win over Sam Houston. <laughs> Houston, you had one shot at greatness. One shot at getting in the mainstream. My friend, 
I've sweat, I've bled, I've hurt, and you look into my eyes, and I tell you, I've earned the world television title. That means I'll beat guys like Rhodes, guys like Magnum, guys like Wahoo, Manny Fernandez, the list goes on. I get on national television, put my reputation on the line, all for this, every week. The Jim Crockett Memorial Cup, Tony Giovanni, most prestigious title ever for a tag team, right? Well, Tully Bradshaw and myself are going to New Orleans. Get off that jet, jump in that limousine. My friend, we're going to have a few cocktails, but when it gets time for business, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, whatever it takes, you rest assured, Tully Bradshaw and myself, two of the four horsemen, will be reigning at the end of the night, one million dollars richer. And in case you want to know where Ole is, my credibility is based on one thing. When I tell you something, it's going to happen. Ole Anderson will be back, period. All right, you heard it from Arn Anderson, the world TV champion. We're coming right back. I love that finish. You know, one of my other favorite promos that you did way back when, and our old pal and friend of the show, Dick Bourne over at midlandgateway.com showed it to me. It was an old line about, um, if you said that a June bug could pull a tractor trailer or something like that, hook him up. If, if I tell you a piss ant could pull a freight train, hook it up. The idea being you're only telling the truth. You're not going to be out here and speak out of turn or, or, or claim to do something or be something that you aren't, or that you can't produce. And that's been the case so far. We'll see how it goes. As you guys continue to march through April of uh, 1986, all of those promos we just heard were from April 12th that night. Of course, we're in Charlotte at the Coliseum. It's a sellout. There's 12,000 people there. And the, when the show sold out, you guys decided to do a closed circuit viewing at the Charlotte park center and the Spartanburg Memorial auditorium. Think about what we're talking about here for everybody listening at home. This is not a television show. It's not a pay-per-view, but we've got so many fans here. We've sold out the Coliseum that we can now do closed circuit of this special event. And, uh, what a show it is. Ron Garvin and you are going to go to a 15 minute time limit draw. Garvin's going to punch you with his injured right hand during the closing moments. He's not able to make the cover before the time expired. And unbelievably, Tony Schiavone was the ring announcer for this show on that day. What do you remember about this big show where it was so big, we needed closed circuit opportunities and Tony's the ring announcer. The fact that people not even seeing it live, you know what I mean? We're in other cities. Yeah. Watching it on TV. And I don't remember what the numbers were on those other two venues, but business was absolutely on fire. Fall is here and we can all use a stiff breeze. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead 
or be ready whenever an opportunity <clears throat> arises. The process is simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door, all in a discreet package. And this has been a game changer for my household, and I'm sure it will for you. Uh, if you're like me, you want to have a good time on vacation. So as I've had to miss an episode here or there, rest assured somewhere I was out of town and Blue Chew was uh, around. And uh, here's the thing. There's uh, nothing sexier than confidence, or at least that's what we've heard women say. Well, Blue Chew will help get you that confidence where it really counts. And if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew to the rescue. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free and use our promo code WRESTLE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. The promo code is WRESTLE to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. The Charlotte Park Center had 600. I don't know how many were in the Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium, but think about that. You've essentially got, listen, we've all been to the movies, maybe not much in the COVID era, but back in the day when you'd go to go down to the theater to see a movie, that's essentially what closed circuit was. But imagine 600 folks in there. That'd be a pretty big damn movie theater and packed because they couldn't get a ticket. And no, by the way, that's not the only one. It's also happening at the Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium. Business here is white hot, especially in Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, just it just you can look at the chronological order of the towns you're going to, and you know, by and large, you're looking at just huge arenas. You know, I I want to pause it here for just a second um, because in March. Just just a short time ago, we were talking. I didn't want to end the show on a downer, but that was the month that I lost my grandmother. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thank God I had the schedule that we had at that time, which was just plowing forward, plowing forward, because after I went back to Rome and buried her, had her had the service for her. Um, cleaned out the little house that I, uh, grew up in and gave away most of the furniture and, and, and all that and locked the doors and went back to Charlotte and went back to work after a couple of days. And it was no more than a couple of days. Uh, I was very thankful that things were the way they were as a distraction. And, uh, you know, just the history that I had with her and my grandfather, which we've talked about several occasions uh was one of the greatest uh, blessings that god ever gave me having them in my life so i just wanted to address that and so that i was being driven by you know for that next few months just it's a good way to forget if you go out and just it's so deafening in there rainy you can't hear yourself think and uh thank god i had that to get me through it it's, uh, it's cool that we get a peek into your real life and to talk about not only the stuff that we saw on camera, but behind the scenes, 
let's, uh, let's get back on track. The Omni, the next night, 5,300 folks, Manny Fernandez and you were going to go to a draw. I'm really struggling Arn, with why you think, and I just want your opinion. Why do you think North Carolina is so hot for you to where you're not only selling out, but you're selling a ton of tickets for closed circuit. But Atlanta still seems kind of soft. 5,300 fans here in the Omni, and that was a big old building. I, I would suggest this that when it was Ole's baby and Georgia Championship Wrestling was the territory, the Omni was once a month. We're running it a lot more frequently. You know, just just looking, you know, and and the Omni popping up. I would say some months, a couple of times a month, you know, um, it probably shouldn't have been ran as much as it was. And I still think that Jim Crockett promotions was the home team, the Carolinas, that TV show, that company they felt like was their home team. And, uh, they just really supported us. The Carolinas were just, I mean, they were bred on the Andersons and Wahoo and Dusty and Flair. And, you know, that was their hometown heroes. It's, uh, it's interesting to me to sort of break down what works, why it works, how it works and all that jazz. I want to mention there's a television taping Rock Hill, South Carolina on April 15th. Uh, and then you're back in Philadelphia in front of 7,000 fans on April 18th. And boy, how about this for a main event? The world champion, Ric Flair, the national heavyweight champion, Tully Blanchard, and the television champion, Arn Anderson, AKA all the gold taking on dusty Rhodes, Ron Garvin and Wahoo McDaniel man in the main event with your brothers and the horsemen and everybody's wearing gold and you're standing across from icons like Wahoo and dusty Rhodes. This has got to be uh man. The life you always dreamed, right? Almost surreal. And Philadelphia being a blood and guts town like they are. Great sports city. You know, they like violence in that town. Uh, you know, from their sports teams, you know, the Broad Street bullies and you name it. Uh, they loved the horsemen at this particular point in time. And don't ask me why it was still a split crowd, but we're going, you know, we're leaning towards 50, 50. And I think it was just because of us a different style from what had been presented to them over the years. That was a WWF town and it had morphed into more, uh, entertainment. You can go get a ice cream bar at the concession stand with, with Hogan's face on it, you know, lunch boxes, the whole thing, guys bringing animals to the ring right across town. You had the NWA and it was fist fight, blood and guts, you know, last one standing or last one surviving. And that's the product that we brought to Philly. And they just, it was awesome. And to have Wahoo with his style and Ronnie Garvin with his style and, you know, Dusty being who Dusty was, it was just a, it was a rough six man fist fight. And the dream continues literally here's the American dream on mid Atlantic TV talking about Arn Anderson on April 19th, 1986. 
All right, fans, a pleasure now to have with us right here, Baby Doll and the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty. You know, you just seen the big chief wall with Daniel Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Iron Edison. You're going to have to deal with us. You know, that Indian strap match will cut you like a knife. And that bull rope will ding a few hairs. Me and this pretty lady standing out here. Nationwide, going throughout this country right now, I've been talking about a lot of people for a lot of weeks. But I'm going to lay it right in your lap. Iron Anderson... I have now come to the conclusion in my mind and the fact of you running around with something that belongs to me. So from this point on, I want you to go to bed. I want you to wake up in the morning. I want you to do every waking hour knowing one thing that Dusty Rose's America Dream is now after one thing and one thing only. I ain't talking about nobody else. I'm talking about the world's television title around your waist. We can cripple you, we can maim you, we can do whatever needs to be done, but the fact is, you got to deal with the fact that Dusty Rose, the American Dream, wants his world's TV title back around his waist. Baby doll likes the luxury of traveling in class, no matter what it is. She loves being around a champion. She loves doing for a champion, being for a champion. And Iron Anderson, go to bed, wake up, and look around the room, because I have based my whole life in getting back at people that do wrong to the American dream and the American way of life. Ian Anderson, take it to the bank. The world's TV title is going to be around this chubby little plumber's son from Austin, Texas waist before the month is out. That ain't no threat. That is just pure living life and loving it. And I'm going to tell you something else you got to remember. Tell your cousin, Rick Flair, this, talking about all the ladies. You can ask Dolly here. Until you've been kissed by the dream. Baby, you ain't been kissed. And that's what it's all about. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes and Baby Doll. And then we'll be right back. We'll have more after we take this time out. Hey, everybody. Wayne Allen Root, the king of Vegas sports gambling and America's odds maker. And by the way, the media is the one who gave me those brand names. 36 years, the best of the business with my own star on the Vegas Walk of Stars with Frank Sinatra, Elvis, and Wayne Newton. Not too shabby. Former odds maker and NFL analyst for CNBC. In those days, it was called Financial News Network. Today, it's called CNBC. And I was the best in the world at what I did on national TV for several years with CNBC. And now I bring all my expertise, winning point spread advice, picking winners, making you money, profitability. It's all about winning on NFL and college football and basketball and baseball and every sport you can name at VegasWinners.com. So far this season, I've started out on fire, 23-8 and eight in the NFL, unheard of, almost 80% winners, 12-1 with the biggest TV games, primetime, Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night games, and 4-0 and with four games of the year in the last four weeks. I've now won 13 of my last 15 NFL Sundays, and every record I just quoted you is independently documented and monitored by an independent service, so you know you get honesty and credibility and integrity with every pick from Wayne Allen Root. So go to VegasWinners.com right now. Register. It takes less than a minute to register, and then you're off and running with $1,000 in free coupons. Yes, I'm giving you $1,000 in free winners to start you off at VegasWinners.com. Go check it out. Best sports handicapping site in the world, VegasWinners.com. If I'm not your cup of tea, I went out and found 21 
of the greatest sports handicappers in the world. All 21 in a lineup at VegasWinners.com, giving you their best point spread winners every single day, seven days a week. VegasWinners.com. Dude, how great is Dusty? Uh, I'm fixing to lose that TV, Todd Lorna. I mean, it sounds like it to me. Yeah, yeah. The jig is up. For him to make that promise on that TV that strong, I am in the crosshairs, fixing to lose that title. Some bitch. I'm really excited to talk to you about Crockett Cup. Uh, of course, we know it went down on April 19th, 1986. There was two shows that day. Uh, interestingly enough, Bruce Pritchard was the ring announcer for the show. You've got talent from all over the country as a part of this tag team tournament. It's in new Orleans. It's at the Superdome, which obviously holds just a ton of people. The matinee show only has 3000 folks there though. You don't work that show. You work the evening show. There's 13,000 fans there. What'd you think of the concept of the Crockett cup? What'd you think of working in the Superdome? And what'd you think when you heard that? We only got 3000 for the matinee has to be a little disappointing. Yeah. And, uh, I would assume that would have been a separate charge for yes. both shows. That's right. Well, there's the answer. You know, the other was what a matinee is supposed to be a warm up for the evening show. And, I, you know, 3000 people, you know, sometimes depending on size venue and size town, it will support it. You know, it's a decent show. But it's pretty clear that people, I'm sure there were some that, that went to both shows. But certainly the uh, big payoff was that night. The Superdome is so breathtaking. I mean, just to look at the size and scope of it, to walk in, it, you really feel small as a person walking around that Superdome. It is enormous. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of fans that night was something cool. They had it. Uh, you know, sectioned off, curtained off, whatever it was, so that you couldn't see all the empty seats. But still, that's a pretty damn good house for a wrestling event. So 13,000 fans are here to see the UWF Tag Team Champions, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers, take on yourself and Tully Blanchard. Now, even though you had been promoting yourself as, hey, it's going to be me and Flair in the tournament, of course, we know. What winds up happening is, uh, you and Tully teaming up here. Uh, Rogers is going to pin you after Fulton drop kicks you behind the referee's back and uh, his partner falls on top for the win. You guys get 11 minutes, 28 seconds. We haven't spent a ton of time talking about Fulton and Rogers, probably one of the more underrated tag teams, but everyone listening to this knows how great you and Tully were. What'd you think of working with Bobby and Tommy? Those guys were great. They really were. They were a good, very good team. They had been together for quite some time. I think they were huge underdogs going into this match. Uh, they had made the rounds as a team quite a bit. So they had, you know, in those days, it was wrestling magazines where you got a lot of your information. Uh, there was no internet and all that yet. So, but they had a very good reputation as being an excellent team. Uh, Tully and I did not take them for granted whatsoever. And I think what you ended up is when they, and again, we're back in the victim role. I think they stole one on us. 
And once you had Anderson and uh, Blanchard out of that tournament, it caused everybody to what they thought they were going to see that night. It all got shook up and went, oh, okay, wait a minute. That changes the dynamic of this entire tournament by us being eliminated. Yeah. So I think we're the, fa- uh, obviously we had to be the favorites, weren't we? Well, I mean, I think they were saying you were the number four seed. Bullshit. Yeah, so that's why they answered it. But yeah, to fans at home, come on. Yeah. Um, you're out of there. Believe it or not, you're only there for the day. Uh, I guess that's really not that shocking, but you're in Philadelphia on the 18th, the 19th. You're doing TV, right? And then mm-hmm. a double shot, if you will, the matinee show at the Superdome and then the evening show at the Superdome and the beat goes on. We're back to Greensboro and you're working second from the top and uh, it's going to be dusty Ricky and Robert taking on Rick Flair, Tully and Arn Anderson in an elimination match. Now this to me feels like where the rubber meets the road. Cause there's been lots of, uh, interviews that Ricky and Robert have done over the years where they felt like dusty was not exactly happy with how over they had gotten. He felt like maybe they had gotten more popular than he, of course, dusty never said that, but that's certainly the way Ricky and Robert felt over the years, but now they're all here in a six man. Do you remember Ricky and Robert ever having hurt feelings that you knew of with dusty back in the day? Were they outward and discussing it? Or does that something they probably just played real close to the vest? Close to the vest. Yeah. I mean, they were so red hot. I yeah. mean, God almighty. I mean, the, the little girls would drown out the guys and man, when they would come through the curtain, you could hear those shrill voices. Those guys were as hot as anybody at any point, you know, dusty was over. Uh, but if they felt that way, that would have been something that that was a very closed conversation and very few people knew about it. I mean, there was nothing to complain about if you had a spot on that crew at that point in time, because, you know, the world was our pearl and it was on fire. You're going to continue the, uh, the fire tour. April 21st in Greensville, South Carolina. It's a TV taping. Uh, there you're actually going to fight Wahoo McDaniel to a double count out for TV on the 24th. You're in Cambridge, Maryland at the Dorchester YMCA working with Wahoo on the 25th. You're back in Richmond, Virginia. Once again, your opponent is Wahoo. And then we're doing TV again on the 26th. These Wahoo matches, boy, it's gotta be a lot because I imagine He's not doing a lot of the old up and down, but you are. Yeah. I mean, it was my job, nothing but respect for the man that Wahoo was and the performer and all those things. And for him paving the way, you know, for guys like me to have a job. And, uh, it was, uh, it was a tough night's work and, you know, depending on how his shoulder was that way, you know, that particular day. He could hit you from here to here with that chop. And you never knew where it was coming. And if it caught you on the bridge of the nose, it wasn't because he couldn't name it or he wasn't talented enough because he damn sure was. It's just that his shoulder would not come up high enough and you didn't know till it was too late. So uh, it was a physical match every single time. One thing you can take note on this, Conrad, is is – 
Manny, the reason on most promos, I would always bring up Manny's name too. That was my first angle on my first television with Jim Crockett. And a year later, a little bit over a year later, that thing still had, because in some of the markets and some of the towns, that match had not yet made it there. So I know it sounded like, wait a minute, he's wrestling Manny again. In those days, you could shoot an angle and you'd have it for four or six months because you had to make the entire loop and let all the towns not see it but once, maybe see it twice, maybe three times till you got your money's worth out of it. So let's uh, let's make sure you're getting your money's worth. Let's go to the TBS show from April 26th. The horsemen are here at the podium and they're celebrating that you just got a win over Mr. Ligon. Let's take a listen. Dylan and the three horsemen, all champions. With all due respect, we're going to break precedent today because your camera has now filled this picture with what is happening in professional wrestling today. And I think we can finish today's program, frankly, without you. I would like to be the first to offer my congratulations to the world television champion, Arn Anderson, on another very impressive victory. Thank you, James Gius. As indicative as you may be about everything. All I got to say in a closing note is, everybody across this country wakes up every day trying and wanting to be somebody else. We're just happy being us. <laughs> Rister Ric Flair, the world heavyweight champion. I must add, before I get real serious here, that there's a whole bunch of women in New Orleans know why they call us the three horsemen. You understand? When we left town, they were all walking around in the day. Now, Ricky Morton, if you want to get Robert Gibson, and you want to get Dusty Rhodes, and you want to get Magnus Pierre, you get them all together, because you're talking about three bad white boys that know how to do it better than any three men alive. You're talking about the championship role. And with J.J. Dillon guiding this force, just like he leads us into all the big arenas, there's not one chance in all of God's green earth of you doing anything except getting your butt kicked. I want to tell you, champ, I want to tell you, champ, when you're defending the gold all over the world, if the Rock and Roll Express want to bite off some of the horsemen, Mr. Tully Blanchard and Mr. Arn Anderson will be pleased to accommodate him in any arena anywhere in the world, wouldn't you say? You know, sitting back here, Arn said it all, Rick said it all, but you know, you think of one description that covers all three of us, you know, we are rich women's lovers and poor girls' dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, that's about it for this edition of World Championship Calling me secretariat as I walked out the door. For Tony Schiavone, for David Crockett, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Remember how easy it was in your 20s? You had so much energy. You could get away with the late-night drive-throughs. You could even pinch a uh, trouser tent at a moment's notice. Well, that's because you had plenty of testosterone, and it's time to get it back. You could get testosterone injections, but that involves awkward doctor visits, expensive medical bills, and the worst part, once you opt for artificial testosterone, you will suppress your body's ability to naturally produce it even more. But isn't that the problem in the first place? Before considering that pharmaceutical option, there are ways you can naturally raise your testosterone. And one of the easiest ways is by using Legacy Test Stack from Legacy Sports Nutrition. 
Test X9 has nine key ingredients clinically proven to support natural testosterone production and T assist is designed to supercharge T boosting effects with added anti-estrogen compounds. Nick Aldis, the founder of legacy sports nutrition has been blown away by the feedback that customers have sent in after using the ultimate test stack. Guys are feeling stronger in the gym. They have more energy and guys in their late thirties have reported morning wood for the first time in years. One even reported becoming a father after four years of trying, no matter what you do, if you're a guy having optimum testosterone levels is the key to looking, feeling and performing better. Try the ultimate test stack today and they're confident you'll love the results. Just go to LegacySups.com. That's LegacySups.com. L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order. That's LegacySups.com. L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order. That's LegacySups.com and the promo code ARN will save you 10% off your entire order. And we thank Mr. Aldous for sponsoring today's podcast. Was Rick having fun or what? 100%. And I think, Tully, that was a little bit of plagiarism on the end there. He didn't make that up, did he? Well, it was probably inbred in him. Can't say that, and it never happened. And by the way, that's your father-in-law. Hey, hey, are you aware of that? Hey, hey, are you aware of that? Do you you ever stop and go, damn, that's my father-in-law. Now, here's the thing on that deal. You know, for years and years, you were his best friend and you had a choice in the matter. I kind of didn't on that deal. He just came (laughs) as part of the package, you know? (laughs) So I'm, I'm saying that's more on you. Is that like a Hershey bar, uh, uh, the big one with and almonds is that was that what you're talking about because the regular Hershey bar is nothing like the one with almonds you know i i'm i'm not a big uh, hershey guy so i I don't know the i don't know that i've had the one with almonds i've just had the regular the chocolate's upgraded everything about it is just it's a different candy bar so uh, you you may say that but it was like okay i'm just saying he was having a blast always. And so was Tully. And so was Jade. It looked, it comes through the screen that you guys are having fun and you kept the fun going in Baltimore. Uh, Ron Garvin and you are going to be wrestling there. Fair to say that afterwards you guys went to Sabatino's. Absolutely. Yeah. What was your go-to order at Sabatino's? Do you remember? I think Flair oh, told yes. me once he got fruity Damar or whatever. It's the pasta with a bunch Shav of seafood. Diablo. Oh, there you go. Fruity Damar. Yeah. Is that a thing? I think so. He might've had. Yeah. You know, I, I got the Frav Diablo. We always got an extra order of the garlic bread because the cloves of garlic was about like your thumbnail. And I mean, it was outstanding. Uh, shrimp scampi. Um, oysters, Rockefeller. I want to mention though, Sabatino's was the way things were. Jimmy's famous seafood is the way things are these days. When you get to Baltimore, tell them aren't in Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I haven't been there yet. I, I look forward to going to Jimmy's. Oh, wait, have you never had anything from there? 
No, it's my mistake. Oh, I can fix I've, that. Uh, John's listening right now and I got your home address. So there's going to be something show up that Aaron's going to be real excited about. Outstanding. Thanks to everybody. Yeah. You know, well, I, you know, I like to eat. Well, you're going to love Jimmy's famous seafood. Let me just tell you. Uh, and well, I love, and, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I love talking about you and one of these bull rope Indian strap matches. That's what you're doing again in Cleveland against dusty and Wahoo. Man, that just feels like the longest day ever, but then they do something kind of fun that we haven't talked about for a little bit. The old JCP slash AWA joint show. You guys run the Meadowlands in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Unfortunately, only 5,000 fans are there, but next to last it's a cage match with Arn and dusty the Meadowlands. What a space, what a venue. And it's a super show. JCP and the AWA, what do you remember about this? I remember that it was a Vince town and they were very loyal and they did not come out to see the bad guys and everyone else was the bad guys. Uh, 5,000 in that building is not good. Uh, looked like fleas on the beach. Not, not good because that is a huge arena. Lee's on a beach. Uh, one last show in the month of April. It's going to happen on the last day of the month, April 30th, Dorton arena. That's going to be you and Ron Garvin. And that's going to bring April to a close band. But may is going to be next week here on the, on the program. You're going to be taking on Nighthawk, uh, a name we haven't talked about a lot here on the show, but we'll get into that. Of course, you're going to be in some action with dusty roads, Wahoo McDaniel, the rock and roll express. We're going to hear lots of great promos. We're going to have some TV tapings. You're even going to be in singles action with Robert Gibson. So lots of interesting stuff happening in the month of May of 1986 and lots of interesting stuff happening over at adfreeshows.com. You get all of our programs early and ad free. You get bonus content every single month, lots of interactive stuff where you get to do a live zoom with Arn. ask any question you want. Uh, but you don't just get to do it with Arn. You get to do it with Kurt Angle and Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett and Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross. And you see where we're going with this. It's the best bang for your buck. It's adfreeshows.com. And again, you get your RSS feed, meaning wherever you enjoy your podcast right now, you get to listen to these programs commercial free and early. Plus you get the video from our shows, all the old star casts. And I don't know that you've seen it yet, Arn, but I just did a sit down interview with Jerry Jarrett. It's a two-parter. It's about four hours in total, but we get to talk about a who's who of professional wrestling. And I know you necessarily didn't come through Memphis, but by God, it feels like everybody else did. Of course, the established names like Ric Flair and Andre, the giant, but people who were breaking in too. Hulk Hogan got his start there. Of course, sting was there early in his career. So was the ultimate warrior. Oh, how about stone cold, Steve Austin, the rock on and on and on. It's a who's who with Jerry Jarrett. Did you ever get to spend any time with Mr. Jarrett? I didn't, but he was a staple of the industry for forever. It was a place you could go. It was a place you could go. If you got over, you could stay. If you were a baby face and you got over and you sell your own merch, you could make a damn nice living. So it was a very stable part of the industry. I've, I've been in the room with him a couple of times and just enough to say, how are you, sir? Da, 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 da. Uh, much respect for, uh, you know, 
being the huge part of the wrestling industry that he has been. A lot of guys have been through there. You know, the names, the list is, is incredible. So it really is. Check it out. It's exclusive to adfreeshows.com. And, uh, we're going to ask some questions that you've probably never heard before. We're going to talk a lot about hypothetical situations. And of course, a ton of talk about the NWA and how he got his promotion, uh, just the behind the scenes of being a wrestling promoter and some really fantastic stories that involve Arn Anderson type of weaponry. That's right. There's gun talk in the new conversations with Conrad. Uh, check it out. It's over at adfreeshows.com. And by the way, if you've got a question for our show here, maybe a question about Arn in the good old days, you can always interact with us on Twitter at the Arn show. That's the best way to follow everything happening with Arn. And, uh, that's where you can catch him for all of his social media at the Arn show. If you're looking for one of the new shirts that everybody's posting on social media, that's over at arnshirts.com. And if you're trying to introduce our show to the wrestling fan in your life, or maybe you're looking for a specific clip, you just remember something and want to hear it again. Maybe it entertained you or made you laugh. It's Arn show on youtube.com. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Talking all things may of 1986 right here on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.